What makes a life a good one? Is it the adventure you have? Or the friends you find along the way? Maybe it's pursuing your passion while striving to protect, defend, and save what you believe in every single day. So what makes a life a good one? In the Coast Guard, we think it's all of the above and more. But you'll have to find out for yourself. Visit GoCoastGuard.com to learn more. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. Hey everyone, I'm Jacqueline Johnson, the founder and CEO of Create and Cultivate, and this is Work Party, a podcast for a new generation of women who are ditching the rulebook and redefining the meaning of work on their own terms. In each episode, we bring in leading female entrepreneurs for real talk advice on the topics that matter most to the modern career woman from hiring to mentorship to raising money and so much more. Whether you're pivoting to a new industry, negotiating a raise, turning your side hustle into a full-time gig, or pitching your company to investors, we're giving you the tips and tricks you need to take your career to the next level. Ready to make some money moves? Well, welcome to Work Party, the podcast. How many times have you been told to follow your passion? It's advice that pops up in graduation speeches, Instagram captions, and dozens of career articles. But following your passion is easier said than done. According to a recent study by Deloitte, of 3,000 full-time U.S. workers across job levels and industries, only 20% said they are truly passionate about their work. Thankfully, today's work party guest knows a thing or two about following your passion and turning it into a profitable business, and she's going to share all of her incredible insights with us. Jess Rona has turned what was once a part-time career as a dog groomer into a full-fledged booming business, complete with a celebrity client list, a coffee table book, an HBO Max series, online digital courses, and it all started with a viral Instagram video. I can't wait to talk with this actress, comedian, and celebrity dog groomer about how she turned her passion into dollars and cents. So without further ado, let's welcome Jess to the work party. We're so excited to have you. Thank you. I'm fired up to be here. Let's do this. So obviously you've been known for your viral Instagram account, which features hilarious slow motion music videos of your four-legged clientele. And you've groomed the dogs of celebrities like Katy Perry, Nick Dobrev, Zoe Deschanel, just to name a few. But let's get back to the, to the beginning of this because the whole essence of your Instagram is a very specific look and feel and, you know, really caught the eye of people. It was very different than anything that was out there. You know, I don't think there was really anyone in the grooming space doing what you were doing. So what was this light bulb moment when you were like this, I'm going to slow-mo this video and post it to Instagram? I was actually looking back at my Instagram recently because I thought there was a light bulb moment, but I don't know if there really was. But I do remember this moment. So it was right when the iPhone 6 came out. I think it was like 2014, 2015. And it it was like the first time we were able to make a slow-mo video. Before then, I was hanging out with friends. And 
we were all, we all had our dogs in this person's house. We were trying to line them up and take a photo. And my friend made a video of it in, in fast motion and put music to it. And it was like all of us trying to get our dogs in place. And it was so funny. And I was like, Hey, how'd you put music to that video? And he gave me this app. And then right then I got this new phone and I was like, Oh shit, I can make a slow-mo video. And I listened to music as I work and I was blow drying this Pekingese named Noodle and her ears flew up in the air and the music crescendoed in that moment. And I was like, oh my God, I saw it. I just saw it. And then I grabbed my phone and I put music to it. And and I would just send these to my clients. I would just be like, here, like I would take pictures and videos of their dogs and I would groom them. And then their reaction taught me what it really was. They were like, holy shit, this is amazing. And so that's where I was like, oh, maybe this is something. So it, I posted it. I created an like a, an Instagram that's separate from my personal. And I just started making videos and just people's reactions were so major. I mean, it was incredible. It went viral in many ways, which is, which is amazing. And then thanks to Noodle on that. How did you get into grooming though? Like, let's step back from the viral moment. Like what made you want to get into this? Oh man. Okay. So when I was about 18, my mom and I would get cat food at PetSmart deep in Reseda where I grew up in, in the Valley. She saw a help wanted sign. I needed a job and she's, you know, a Jewish mother. And so she was like, excuse me, where's the manager? My daughter here would love a job. And so I saw all these different job options when I was looking for a job and it was, you know, I could work it as a cashier. I could work with the aquatic section. I can work, you know, with birds or whatever, stalker. And then I, stalker, imagine, S-T-A-L-K. Um, that just you occurred can stalk to me. people. Stalker, you can just hide in the shadows and look at people. And so I saw a dog bather and I was like, what the hell is this? So this looks like the least nine to five job I could find. And I always wanted to be an actress and a comedian. I was never really trying to make this my career. It was like a thing I did when I was a kid. I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. And so that's really how I got my start. I just sort of became a dog bather for a few years. And I was lucky enough to have mentors sort of show me little things as I evolved. And then, oh my God, I see your dog in the background. Of oh, our my God. oh my God. <laughs> I can't ignore you, my friend. That is no way. We also got some intense news about Winnie this morning. I literally just got back from the vet. I was going to save this for after, but we'll just dive in. So I've noticed she's been skipping on her back leg, like walk, walk, skip, walk, walk, skip, or whatever, but not in pain, acting totally normal. So they're basically like she has partial tears in both of her ACLs in her back leg. Partial tear? What does it mean? I don't even know. Wait, like, my dog does that too. And I just thought it was like a cute little thing he does. Too. I always am like, she's like zippity dude. I was like, I was like, she's so cute the way she skips. And then my friend, I just noticed it was getting a lot more. Like it was like almost okay. every other step. But she doesn't seem like she's in pain. But the funniest part is, is Winnie is like the sweetest dog of all time. And when they came out to get her on her chart, there's a big neon sticker that says, will bite. <laughs> really wait and they're like she anyone who comes over she just jumps on their lap like loves them okay so cut to you have this job (laughs) yes cut to I'm bathing dogs I have people training me sort of I never ever plan this to be a career ever it's just this thing I know how to do I am still in acting classes I'm still pursuing that 
I decided to groom dogs during the day and wait tables at night. Cause I was like, my dream is to wait tables so I can have my days free and audition. You know, I started waiting tables and then I moved to New York and I started doing the Upright Citizens Brigade theater improv was like waiting tables, doing improv. That was my life. And then I decided I didn't want to wait tables anymore after six years. I moved from New York back to LA and just dove into dog grooming. Yeah. I love time. It. Like just really got, I wanted to compete. I wanted to get good at it. This is such an awesome story because I love that you were trying to be an actress, right? Like you were doing the, all the upright stuff you were, you were doing it right. And then you're parallel pathing this other experience that you're like, nah, it's this thing I'm good at. And I'm like, going to keep yeah. doing this. We're going to get into your business and the business of just runner grooming, but let's talk about hot dogs. So cut to oh, yeah. Jess Rona has an HBO max show. No big deal, but you're, tr- <laughs> you're actress comedian. Obviously you have those chops, your dog grooming. There's a million actresses trying to get a show on HBO max. And then somehow your, your business gets you there, which is, which is yeah. awesome. it's, it's such a full circle moment for you. So first of all, tell us about how hot dog, came to fruition and what that experience was like. So there's a legendary red poodle named Doug. His mom is, she creates shows and she's a genius brain and she is a genius brain. She has a genius brain and she, I met her and she's like, Oh, we're making a TV show. She was just like, we're going to do this. You know, it's obviously something that I wanted to do, but I, I'm, I just had no doors open. I had no pathway to anyone. And so she, this is her whole world. She creating, she created the show Making It with Nick Offerman and Amy Poehler. It was her idea to have them as hosts. She's just very savvy and smart with this stuff. Her name is Nicole Yaron. So together we developed the concept of the show. From like, you know, the look of it. Obviously the look is my branding. It's wood paneling. It's, you know, kitschy, 70s, whimsical, fun there was even a talk of a long skinny microphone for the host, which we thought would be really fun, but didn't work out, but that's fine. It was just unbelievably surreal. I made Pinterest boards of what I thought the set should be and what I thought the wardrobe should be. That was just like step one. And then you kind of release these Pinterest boards into these professional lot, like these other, to these other professionals. And like you watch, like we had these stylists, Wayman and Micah. I don't know if you've heard of them. No. They just took my Mrs. Roper vision and made and elevated it, you know? And then we had this incredible set designer and he just took my little stuff and like created this unbelievable set. And it was just, it's crazy. It's surreal. I can't believe it happened. Before we get into the next topic, I want to give a shout out to one of today's sponsors, Coors Pura. It's our sponsors that help us keep the work party going. So we truly appreciate your support. Do you ever feel like you're bending over backwards to keep up with your healthy lifestyle? Over exhausting your best efforts to make it to the gym, eating foods you don't even like, and still not feeling that sense of fulfillment? Living a healthy lifestyle is important, but there's a way to do it without sacrificing the things you love. The all new Coors Pure is a refreshingly simple beer with organic barley, organic hops, and water. It's a healthy alternative that allows you to raise your glass to all the small wins of everyday life, 
And for me, sometimes that means just getting through all my to-dos at work and still finding time for a quick walk around the neighborhood. I'm a big believer that small steps lead to big changes. So even finding five minutes in your day to prioritize your health will go a long way. Switching to Coors Pure is another great way that I've been able to lower my calorie intake without having to change my lifestyle. As many of you may already know from following me on Instagram, I can't get enough when it comes to alfresco dining and dinner parties on my sun deck. I put so much tender love and care into making our house feel more like a home and our outdoor area is definitely one of my favorite spots in the house. It feels good to come home at the end of a long day, fire up the barbecue and enjoy a crisp Coors Pure with my husband. Honestly, there's nothing better than that. If you're at the point where you want to start being more thoughtful about the ingredients you're putting into your body and you're on the hunt for healthy alternatives, I really encourage you to go check out Coors Pure. The taste is so good and the quality is light, refreshing, and perfect to accompany you during those warm summer months. Coors Pure is the perfect beer to celebrate the wins of everyday life. So when you want to enjoy a beer without guilt, reach for Coors Pure. It's organic, but chill about it. Go to CoorsPure.com party to see where you can find Coors Pure. Cheers. Now let's get back to the chat. If you haven't seen Jess's wardrobe on the show, like you were truly missing out. Like it's, it's beautiful. And I also love the chemistry between all the hosts. So I know Robin Thede is, is essentially like a judge on the show. She's yes. hilarious. And I'm going to forget the host name, but he's hilarious. Matt Rogers. Matt Rogers. He's amazing. Also, we were nominated for a Critics' Choice Award for our fashion and style. Lifestyle. I don't know. I was She's like, really oh. a no-brainer. Like the set is gorgeous. Like it's so well done. It's such a personification of the brand that you've built, which is incredible. I just love this extension of your brand. And so let's go back to, you know, the OG Just Rona brand. You're doing this, you're building it. You have this like awesome photo, video content you're putting up. Your business explodes essentially. And, you know, at the time you're working out of your home and then you're about to open up your first brick and mortar location and COVID hit. So let's talk about that experience and breaking out into brick and mortar and getting your own shop and hiring your team and, and growing the business. How has that been for you? And then obviously with the introduction of COVID hitting as well. Oh my gracious. When you make a decision to take a big swing and a big risk, you will be tested like you have never been tested. And the way to grow through that, those growing pains is it really just depends on how you handle being tested. I, I mean, I was hit with everything, even before COVID, just the build out was insane. I dealt with the city of LA with every step of the way, like every step of the way we needed a permit. I, I just had to tap into my higher power constantly. I was like at the brink of wondering if I could survive for a year and three months. It took a year and three months to open. I was told it would be a 10 week process. So that's just the build out. I don't want to, the reason I want to mention this is because if anybody out there is listening and they're about to embark and take a huge risk and they're terrified, just know that if you are equal parts excited and terrified, you are in the sweet spot for growth. You have to be sort of like, oh my God, I'm jumping off a cliff and I have so much faith that there will be a net to catch me and I will find it. I will find the net, you know? I am a completely different human going through that process. I'm sure. Um, but as far as hiring a team, I did not really know I was going to have to almost double my team. I didn't know that. And I also didn't know, I mean, with every step of the way I'm learning, I'm fumbling, I'm like a toddler. I'm just figuring out how to walk, how to stand, how to do all of it. 
Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Does that that kind of talks about the brick and mortar and the team? Was yeah. there anything specific? Well, no, I think that was perfect. I was writing down your quote about equal parts terrified and excited because I do think that is the sweet spot for growth. And obviously, to your point, like you taking big swings, getting an office space, getting a space for your your grooming business that you're growing and building. All these things are the risks that entrepreneurs have to take. And especially when you're not expecting to be an entrepreneur, it's, it can feel very scary. But you also pivoted very well in COVID is also, you know, everyone was at home with their pets, you know, grooming shut down, everything shut down. No one knows what to do. So you started creating these videos online of like how to groom your pet at home. You ended up launching a digital course for pet parents and your timing obviously could not be better because not only did pet ownership surge during lockdown, everyone was home with their pets. So Tell us a little bit about the digital course that you launched and what do you hope people will take away from it? It hasn't launched yet, but we did just launch this thing called the Pet Parent Portal because what I did learn in COVID is how panicked and freaked everybody was when they couldn't take care of their dogs. They couldn't go to the groomers. Everyone's like, oh my God, I can't ever go to the groomer. How do I do this? My dog's going to be overgrown. Everybody went into panic mode in the beginning. And I realized, holy shit, no one knows how to really take care of their dogs. Is it okay that I say holy shit? Yeah, yeah. No, fine. I have a potty mouth. I just saw, I saw through uh, like Instagram how little people knew and how, remember when everybody was going live? Like, it's like we shut down Instagram because everyone wanted to go live because they were stuck at home. So I was like, okay, I'm going to go live as much as I can. I'm going to teach people. I did an actual Instagram takeover where I took over Instagram's Instagram. Oh, wow. and, I, and I did a full takeover with my dog. And I was like, here's how you brush. The main thing is if you can't go to the groomer, you just have to really know how to brush your dog. I decided to develop the pet parent portal. And it's basically a free resource for pet parents. And I want to post like lots of stuff. Anybody can sign up and you'll get brushing tutorials and all kinds of tips and things. And then if people really want to know how to take care of their dog's teeth or ears or nail care or how to brush their dog, I'm doing this thing called How to Groom Your Dog in 10 Days. And it's just to maintain your dog between grooming, just in case you're ever in a position where you can't go to the groomer or you want to skip a month or you want to just know how to take better care of your dog. I will go over everything and make it less scary really and show people that anyone can do it clipping nails cleaning teeth I truly have no it's terrifying like I Mm -hmm. don't understand it so I think that's amazing and obviously much needed which is incredible so obviously you kind of carved out this untraditional career path for yourself you own a booming dog grooming business you have online education you have a tv show how are you building out the Just Rona brand moving forward? And like, what advice do you have for people who are listening today who maybe have a passion that's untraditional, but are nervous about pursuing it as like an entrepreneur? Ooh, well, just now I, I keep hearing, oh, conquer your fear, you know, all this stuff. And it's just like, sometimes you can't conquer your fear. Sometimes I I get worried, like people try to get angry at their fear and have dominance over their fear. And your fear is technically there to protect you. So what I want to encourage people is to feel your fear, make friends with your fear, know your fear will never leave. Every single entrepreneur has fear. It's not like it'll just go away. We are human beings with human feelings. So I just want to encourage people to have a lot of patience with with themselves and take baby steps and do one tiny thing every day because 
doing one tiny thing every day will create a big difference. Like if you're in an airplane and the airplane and the pilot just turns like the tiniest bit, over time you will fully turn and go the complete opposite direction. And so I would just encourage people, the more you take little steps, it's basically strengthening that muscle that decides Mm. to take those steps. And once that muscle is strengthened, then you will get better and better at it. Just like anything. I love that. I mean, I think, and I do think like oftentimes fear is associated with money, right? Like spending a lot of money, obviously opening something, hoping people will come like all those different things. So what would you say is your number one piece of money advice? Ooh, I love this question. I am, I am doing crazy work on this in my own personal life. So let's get hippy dippy for a sec. Money equals currency. Currency equals energy. Money is energy. Money comes from source energy. Money comes from source through people. And so I think the biggest thing I would recommend is to develop some sort of relationship with a higher power, develop a big gratitude practice, and also develop a sense of being able to receive. There are so many people that are unable to receive, whether it's a compliment or a little something, a little freebie something. So I would say, be comp- sometimes I'll just have a mantra in the beginning of the day. I am open to receiving. Today, I am open to receiving. And if there's anybody else that's not open, I will receive what they reject. So I'm really tapping into source. I have a gratitude practice. I love the book, The Magic by Rhonda Byrne. It's a daily gratitude workbook. I could not recommend it enough. It will change your life. I love that. Yes. I love the secret to the secrets of the millionaire mind by T. Harv Ecker is an amazing book. I mean, I'm really like you are a badass at making money is like my Bible. That's the book that helped me launch the brick and mortar. And I would listen to it as I work. It's, you know, you got to go to the spiritual gym. You can't just go to the gym and work out and be buff and you're, that's it. You have to just do it every day. And it's same, same with your body and same with your mind. So you have to work it out, you know, regularly, at least five minutes a day. But, um, oh my God, I could talk about this shit for like an hour, <laughs> the, whole, the whole hour. This podcast is brought to you by Athleta, a performance lifestyle brand for women committed to unlocking their limitless potential. The guiding principles that drive every design beauty, innovation, sustainability. Each style is crafted for the unique needs of female bodies in motion. This summer, Athleta is your go-to shorts destination. Distraction-free and ultra-lightweight, their shorts are designed so nothing can get in the way of you and your goals. From bike shorts to Bermudas, run shorts to everyday staples, they have your shorts. My personal favorites have been the high-rise elation shorts. They're super lightweight, breathable, and you can dress them up with a blazer or down with a sweatshirt, depending on your plans for the day. It's no secret that with less time in the office and work from home being the new norm, we've all made the transition from dress wear to active wear. I love that when I wear these shorts, I don't have to sacrifice great style for comfort and functionality. Their new styles have been designed to give you the best of both worlds from workout to workday to weekend and everything in between. In honor of short season, Athleta is encouraging us to lead with our legs, whatever that looks like for you. Whether it's running a new personal record, climbing to new heights, or standing up for what you believe in, let your legs lead you forward. For me personally, when I take a look at my legs, I see strength. I feel so grateful for all the places my legs have taken me and where they still have yet to go. With every line, freckle, scar, or mark, I see every movement, journey, experience, or lesson that has brought me to where I am today. I think a lot of the time we take our legs for granted, but just recognizing their sheer power and ability to move us forward makes me so appreciative. 
I can't wait to show off my legs in my new high-rise Elation biker shorts. Summer is the time to celebrate the legs that move us forward. Find your new favorite pair of shorts when you visit athleta.com. Visit athleta in stores or online at athleta.com to shop their full range of shorts available in size extra, extra small to 3X. All right, let's get back to the party. I do like the energetics of money. I do think you have to very specifically at the beginning of being an entrepreneur, usually when you don't have any money or like are spending a lot of money to make something happen, figuring out your relationship to money, where, how you envision it. If you want to be a multimillionaire, if you want to just have a good life that gets you by, if you want to have a business that doesn't stress you out, but breaks even whatever that thing is for you. And I think people get so hung up on the number of it all. Like I need to, I need to be successful, make a ton of money. I need to have a business that's exiting for X millions of dollars. And we've talked a little bit about this, but at the end of the day, that's not how all businesses are meant to run or operate. Like you can run an amazing business and break even never sell your company. You can do whatever. And like, I think there's just a lot of intensity around that expectation of success. And I think we need to get away from that and really figure out what your energetics and your relationship to money really look like. So I I think that's amazing advice and I'm definitely going to check out those books. Yeah, no, but it's like, you just said, like, there's a lot of intensity and that's just fear. The intensity of like, I need, I need, I need. What if you've pivoted and focused on how can I be of service? How can I give? How can I give? How can I give? Because when it's, I need, I want desperation repels and gratitude attracts. Yes. So the more you can be of service to your audience, the more you can give and the more you can tap into that faith. Cause let me tell you, my brick and mortar build out was triple the amount I thought it was going to be. Ooh, yeah. Triple. How the hell did I find that money? I have no clue. I'm still <laughs> paying it off, but I found it. And I just have that fighter in me. Like, I will not be denied. I will not let it get me. I think that essence of being the fighter and finding the money and finding the solution and and solving the problem is tenacity. It's such a trait of tenacity, faith, gratitude. That is the building. That is the skeleton of a fucking entrepreneur. You just have to have so much tenacity and faith and gratitude. And you will have bad days, but a one bad day, don't let it derail your plan. You're going to have them entrepreneurs have bad years. And my mom told me that my parents are small business owners. I remember I had a bad month. Like I lost money with my first company early days, like maybe a year into being an entrepreneur. And my mom was like, some entrepreneurs break even every year. Some years you have a loss, like that's normal. And I I feel like, yeah, you don't want to operate a business on a loss every year. Yeah. You don't want to be, you know, operating that way or breaking even or whatever all the time. But that's normal. Like it's normal not to have a killer month every month. It's normal to have a slow month. It's normal to have things fall apart. Like that is, it's an ebb and flow. And that's just really how, you know, entrepreneurship works. And you kind of answered my next question about a specific money mistake. I think the build out is a great example of that. I mean, budgets are really rough (laughs) and especially with construction, there's so many hidden costs, but well, yeah. And also COVID I waited six weeks for one permit. Six weeks, I was just sitting with an empty shop for six months, oh. ready to go, just ready to go. I was in my garage dreaming of that shop. And yeah, it's bananas. Yeah. And so one of the things though that I think you've done so well and will continue to do is that you've really mastered the art of multiple revenue streams. So 
obviously you have a thriving grooming business. You are an actress with a show. Uh, you have, you know, courses online. So why is it so important to diversify your business in that way? And what was your first step into that? And also what's next? These questions are so good. And I also just want to stay on the one question and just talk about that for the whole time, because I have so much more to say about everything else. So as far as multiple streams of income, also, let me just mention this. The biggest lesson I learned recently after consistently grooming dogs for the last 10 years or so, I mean, I'm tired and I just want to encourage every business owner out there to become an owner versus an operator. And if you are an operator in your business now, like create an exit strategy for your future self and release yourself from being an employee at your business. Because if you don't spend your time making money, you are not being wise with your time. Anything I do is to generate income. So I could be working on a course versus wiping down the windows in my shop. You know, and I love wiping down the windows. I love my shop, it's my baby, but I just wanna encourage everybody to, to spend your time wisely and to focus write down your dream of your dreams of like different business ideas and start making moves every day, tiny moves to create that for yourself. I will say whoever's listening, that's an entrepreneur or small business owner, pause the recording, rewind it and just listen to what Jess just said over again, because it is so true. You hit the nail on the head and specifically women owned small businesses are really bad at doing that. Oh my God, I just got to chill. Okay, wait, I'm listening to this book called The E-Myth. Have you read it? No. Oh girl, it is, it is a game changer. Please, if you're, if you're an audiobook person or just a regular reader, read The E-Myth because it talks a lot about being an owner of a small business and the different phases of a small business. I also just did the Tony Robbins Business Mastery event, which really helped me. Well, that's really where I started to make moves to become an owner because I was like writing down the list of dogs for the day or, you know, just like spending my energy, my precious energy and time doing things that an operator would do versus going to my office and making a vision board for my bigger picture or creating another another course or thinking about my new dream is a product line and an at-home grooming kit for people. And so that is my next move. And then I want to go into rental properties. I mean, I have so many ideas and a new t- a new show that I'm creating for YouTube, by the way, yes, that tell is going to be that. a comedy. I'm so excited. I'm self-funding it because it's my biggest dream. Love it. But it's just basically a comedy that I'm creating that is kind of like Curb Your Enthusiasm meets The Office meets Best in Show. And it's just going to be six to eight episodes that I'm going to shoot. I'm funding it. I'm, I'm just doing it because it's my passion. That's like my big dream is to have that show on the air. I love that. And I also will say self-funding your dream is, is very important. I remember when I started creating cultivate. So I had a business partner come in and basically was like, let's do this together. Let's invest, you know, a little bit of money each into this business and blah, blah. And I remember thinking like, ah, I don't know. Like, do I, I don't really know anything about events. I'm like, I'm investing. And it was so funny. Cause at the time I was doing this for so many other brands and someone's like, 
you're not investing in yourself without you investing in, you know? And I think that's so important. It's like to invest in your own dreams and make them happen, make them a reality. If you have a little bit of savings or something that you can contribute into your business, like why not invest in yourself and double down on your own potential? I think that's amazing. And I'm really excited about that show. Thank you. And you know, I think it's also really important and back to the money stuff is to have a very clear why. Because if you don't have a clear why as to why you want to make money, all the shit that's thrown at you will derail you and you will give up. But if you focus on the why for me, one of one part of my why I want to become wealthy is to be able to create my own movie. I want to create a movie. I want to create a show. I want to fund it. I also want to take care of my mom and my sister. That's my why. That is guiding me every day. That is making me want to, you know, make moves because that's, I'm holding clear to my why all the time. So that's like another money advice. Also, I have, because we've only been open for less than a year, this brick and mortar, I just wanted to mention that if you are a small business owner and you do have a bad month or a bad day, get through it because it is very easy to spiral and freak out. I still have that. I still have moments where I freak out and I'm like, we're all, no one's coming in. We're all, the business has to close. I'm going to die. And it's like (laughs) not even that bad. But I love that you said that it's normal because I'm still, yeah, everybody, no one's coming back. Everyone hates us. We're never going to survive. It's all over. Like this is it. Hey, Recordy listeners, before we dive into the next topic, I want to give a shout out to one of today's sponsors, Armchair Expert. Armchair Expert is a weekly Spotify exclusive podcast hosted by Dak Shepard and Monica Padman that features in-depth interviews with celebrities, artists, authors, and global thought leaders. If you're anything like us here at Work Party, then you probably love learning every detail, both micro and macro, about the successful people that inspire your everyday. We love podcasts that celebrate the messiness of being human through honest and raw conversations. And we think you'll love Armchair Expert with Dak Shepard. Mondays and Thursday, hosts Dax and Monica create a space for their accomplished guests to share real, personal, and enlightening stories. As I mentioned before, you'll hear from a variety of inspiring thought leaders, including Hollywood stars, musicians, professional athletes, award-winning scientists, authors, and so much more. From setbacks, shortcomings, and everyday challenges to lessons learned, growth periods, and epic triumphs, Armchair Expert is one of our favorite new podcasts that delivers all of the most important details through the lens of each individual and their personal and vulnerable life stories. Some of their most recent guests have been Quentin Tarantino, Barack Obama, and Gloria Steinem, just to name a few. Needless to say, these episodes are packed with uniquely fascinating stories, key takeaways, and thoughtful insights that pull back the curtain on some of today's most alluring topics. Start listening, simply download the Spotify app, sign up for free, and search for Armchair Expert to start listening. Listen to Armchair Expert for free now, only on Spotify. All right, let's get back to the chat. And honestly, I think the people who are able to survive that are flexible to your point, don't give up and truly make it work. I mean, to quote, like, I think that's RuPaul, but Tim make Gunn. It work, you're just like, Tim Gunn. honestly, Oh, Tim Gunn, Tim Gunn, yeah, make it work. Make it like, work. When you, when you're like, I have an events business and there's a global pandemic virus that's preventing people to hang out. Let's, let's bring these events online. Like, let's go, let's do it. Let's double down. You know, you have to, you know, kind of big risk, big reward, even if it's uncomfortable. So I think, I think that's, that's really where it's at. So you have four million things going on at once. Obviously you're launching a billion different projects. Do you have any productivity hacks that you swear by? Yeah, actually I do transcendental meditation. Ooh. I meditate. Mm-hmm. Okay. Talk us through that. Cause I feel like I'd be very horrible at meditating. Cause I just would go to my to-do list. This is something everybody says when I say I meditate, having a to-do list is totally normal. 
the technique of TM is to sort of allow. It's a, an allowing meditation. So I went to the David Lynch Foundation. I was I like was given a mantra that I'm not allowed to tell anyone, which is so sacred and cool. And you basically have this repeating mantra. Um, and you allow your thoughts to come in and then you release them. And when you have a lot of thoughts that come in, it just means, I mean, you, you're a human, you're going to have a lot of thoughts and you just go back to the mantra, but that's only one kind of meditation. And I've been doing that for seven years, but when I do meditate, it really, I mean, it's a game changer. I release all of the stress in my body. My, basically my cup fills up during the day and it empties the cup. But what another meditation that I recommend is the I am meditation. It's a guided meditation on YouTube by Wayne Dyer. And it's more of an active meditation. And so if anybody wants to get into meditation, I would recommend just starting with something that is guided. Hay House has a whole podcast series all about meditation or the Calm app. But I would say have a meditation practice. But that is really something that helps me be productive. And I'm also reading this book called The Miracle Morning. I'm a lunatic. I, the way when I'm talking, I'm like, "Oh my God, am I a crazy person?" <laughs> I kind of am. I kind of am a crazy person right now. I'm I'm on a mission. I like it though. I feel like you're upskilling your life, and I feel like that's something I'm actually really bad at. And I really enjoy people who are really good. What at do you that. mean you're bad at? Are you kidding? girl. You're amazing. You're so inspiring. Oh, thank you. I thank you. Um, but I love that you're so into like all these books, like pulling all this like information and resources from other directions, like just up leveling yourself as a leader. I think it's really admirable. Thank you. Thank you so much. I want to encourage if someone's listening to this and they want some more advice, I would encourage people to find somebody that is doing something that they want to do and just kind of like copy their moves or be inspired by them. I call them expanders. I learned that term from a podcast. There's somebody who is showing you what's possible for yourself. For me, it's Jen Atkins. I love her. She was in a service-based business and created a product line. You are an expander. You know, you're an expander to many people. And it's just someone to show you what's possible. I love that. Okay, so we're going to wrap with some sentence finishers. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Okay. (laughs) The three traits that got me to where I am today are tenacity, a big risk taker, and faith. The best career advice I ever received. Feel the fear and do it anyway. Mm. Yes. The thing that gets me out of bed in the morning is excitement. Love that. Success to me is living a free, fulfilling life with joy. And being able to pay for everything you want. My biggest tip when grooming your dog is... (laughs) Um, Take them to a a professional groomer at least once a month. I agree. That's such great advice, especially for these curly, curly pooches that are based... I mean, Noah basically interviewed you at this point. He's just sitting here next to the microphone. Um, Well, thank you so much, Jess. like all I want to do is sit on you and make you very unproductive. So tell everyone where they can check out Jess Rona, Jess Rona, Jess Rona Grooming and Hot Dog. So you can head over to Jess Rona Courses slash Pet Parent for my new Pet Parent course. JessRonaGrooming.com is my general website. And then Jess Rona Grooming on Instagram. Check out Hot Dog on HBO Max. Stay tuned for lots more from Jess Rona. Well, thank you so much, YouTube. Jess. Thank you so much. 
For more inspiring conversations like this one, subscribe to Work Party on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. If you enjoyed today's episode, make sure to rate and review us or show us some love on social. We love seeing you tune in every week and share your favorite episodes. We're at Work Party on Instagram and at It's a Work Party on Facebook and Twitter. I'm your host, Jacqueline Johnson, and this is Work Party. Work Party.